Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is the Peddling Fiction Podcast, and I am your host, the voice and soul of so-called fiction, Johnny Profita. Hope everyone's doing well today. It is Wednesday evening, and I, I am just, I am busting at the fucking seams right now. I've been in a great mood all day. Even, you know, last night I actually recorded the first part of this episode because I was fucking wired. And I'll explain why in a second. But there's actually been developments since last night that have put me in at just the best of spirits. So I'm actually, I basically have to re-record a lot of this. So I, I kind of wasted about 20 minutes of my life last night. But the reason yours truly is in such good spirits is because the Sayulita Super Spreader event is on. It is fucking on, and I'm really excited to finally be able to announce that. I have been working over the last uh, week or so to sort of finalize a lot of these details, and I'm not quite there yet, but I know that I'm fucking doing this. I am 100% doing this. I have a pretty firm date, or two different dates that I'm trying to decide on. It's going to be venue-dependent. But it is going to fucking happen, ladies and gentlemen, and it's going to be awesome. So, December 10th through the 12th is my first choice for dates. That December 10th is a Friday. All right, so it'd be a Friday to Sunday kind of thing. Depending on which venue I go with, I might have to bump it up a week to December 3rd. I just found this venue that is like... It's the perfect venue, but it's not in the perfect location. So I'm going to check it out this Saturday. And and by the way, I don't know how many episodes I will do this week. I don't think I'll do a Friday episode. So tomorrow's episode, when it drops, that might be all you get out of me this week because I'm traveling on Friday. And it was originally just going to be, you know, just an, a long weekend thing, a little little trip that I was going to take. But it just so happens that I found a couple venues that I need to go take a look at. And so so I'm going to go check it out and I'm, and I'm going to finalize these plans. So what I'm thinking about doing for this event is selling a couple different tiers of tickets. We're going to have the general admission, which gets you into to all the main events. I will probably do like a welcome thing on Friday night. And then you'll get into all the Saturday stuff and then all the Sunday stuff as well. So in addition to the general admission, we're going to have probably two different tiers of VIP. So there'll there'll be VIP tickets available that will get you into like a, we're going to do a a special happy hour with me and the, the rest of the special guests. 
maybe a tequila tasting or something like that. There's going to be some extra content at your disposal. And then there'll probably be some travel arrangements, which will make your life easier, you know, transportation to and from the airport to the venue, things like that. Now, depending on which venue I choose, we, we might do this at a villa. We might do it at like a formal business inside of Sayulita. I haven't decided yet. That's why I, I got to go check these places out this weekend. But either way, I'm going to be housing all of the special guests in a really, really nice villa in Sayulita. I've, I've seen a couple places that just look absolutely incredible. And they're big places. You know, some of these have like eight bedrooms and each bedroom has a, a king size bed and things like that. So I, I can house all of the special guests there and probably a couple VIP, what I'm dubbing Villa VIP customers. So I think what I'm going to do is open up the villa that me and the rest of the special guests are staying at to a handful of lucky listeners who want it, who want the, the ultimate VIP package. So what, what I'm envisioning for that place is to sell the Villa VIP tickets in pairs of two for couples or friends that don't mind sharing a, a, a king-size bed together. And so the villa that we are staying at, I think is probably where we'll have the happy hour, the VIP exclusive happy hour. Now that will be open to all the, the VIP tickets, not just the villa VIP, but the villa VIP actually get to stay at the compound, which I think will be pretty cool. So those will include like a, a two-night stay at the villa, access to all the VIP stuff, and I'm probably going to first open up, there's only going to be a handful of those tickets, like maximum probably eight or ten tickets for, for people to stay at the villa. Like it, again, it depends on how, how large these villas are and, and how many people we can house there and everything like that. So I think I will probably open up those tickets first to the peddling fiction supporting listeners of this show. You guys will get first crack at it. And if you guys pass on it, that's cool. I'll open it up to everybody else. So you do have some time here to become a supporting listener of this show by going to peddlingfictionpodcast.com and setting up a recurring monthly donation that will get you first crack at the Villa VIP tickets and it'll get you into the Friday night happy hours that we do every other Friday. Either way, I think it's going to be fucking just so much fun. But what I need from you guys, the fiction peddlers out there, is is just one thing, okay? Because I, I have no idea if anybody's actually interested in this. And, and so it's making it very difficult to figure out the venue situation. Now, I think I need at least like somewhere around 50 people to buy tickets to this thing, to make it financially viable. And I just have no idea. I, I know like a handful of people have expressed interest, especially, you know, the, the people that have been coming to the Friday night happy hours and everything like that. But, you know, saying you're interested and actually pulling the trigger on something like this are two different things. And I realize, you know, this is not like the easiest thing. I know you guys have, a lot of you have families and, and lives of your own. But I also know that a lot of people are just desperate for vacations and they want to get away and they want to get away from all of this fucking crazy COVID shit. And one of the reasons why, you know, I could have done it in Puerto Vallarta. 
which is where I'm staying right now. But one of the reasons why I want to do it in Sayulita is because, like, there's no masks over there. Like, you don't have to wear them anywhere you want. Like, some people choose to wear them, but you can walk into stores, restaurants, bars, whatever. Nobody says shit to you. It is literally like a, a time capsule to 2019. And it's a really cool little surf town, great food, uh, beautiful people, and, and it's just so much fun. So that that's the reason why you're you're going to have to like once you land at the airport in PV and I will arrange for transportation for whoever wants to get transportation. I'll arrange for them to pick you up from the airport just to make this as seamless as possible cuz I realize, you know, you're in a foreign country, you've never been here before, you don't know what you're doing. So I will give like, you know, I will make this as smooth and idiot proof as possible. For all you folks out there, not that you're idiots, but I just want to make it very easy for people who might be apprehensive about being in a foreign country where you don't speak the language and things like that. Uh, believe me, this will be a, a piece of cake, but it is, you know, like a 40 minute drive from the airport to Sayulita. But I think it's going to be worth it to just get away from all the COVID shit for a while. And it, it's beautiful. You know, the, the drive is, is pretty nice once you get into the, the mountains and everything like that. And there are cool little towns all up and down the coast that you can check out. So, I I mean, I would make this a, a vacation. Like, the Puerto Vallarta in December, like, this whole area, um, Sayulita, all of it, it's, it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. There's no rain. It, it's, like, mid to upper 80s, sun shining every fucking day. It's going to be perfect. So if you're looking for a vacation, if you want to get out of that freezing hellhole that you're in right now, or that you will be in, in December, get a ticket to this thing, make a vacation out of it, stay for a week, stay for two weeks, I don't care what you do, as long as you at least show up for the uh, the weekend of the Sayulita Super Spreader event. And I also have a friend of mine who works in real estate here. I will give anybody that buys a ticket her contact information so she can help you guys find a, a place that's within your budget, that's near where you want to be and everything like that. And she speaks you know, really good English. Obviously, she speaks Spanish and everything like that. So I, I'm going to try to make this a, as easy as possible for everybody to, to come down here. And I am in some discussions with some of the local hotels as well. They might be housing the, the main event on Saturday. Haven't decided yet, but if they do, we'll probably have to get a large block of rooms at one of these hotels. And so we'll hopefully get a, a price break for you guys on that. And then that, that'll be easier, easy for a lot of guy, a lot of people to come in. You know, you're staying at the hotel that's housing the events. So uh, more details on that to come. Now, if you don't, if you're like some of the people I've been talking to and you don't have a fucking passport, I don't know what's wrong with you people, but but get on that. If you want to come to this thing, don't drag your feet on the passport thing. I've been hearing horror stories, just absolutely fucking brutal stories about people trying to get their passports either renewed or issued. I think everybody I've been talking to is renewing theirs, but like my uncle, it took him and this granted this was like March of last year, so it was like at the height of all of the COVID fucking hysteria. So it took him like 3 months or something 
to get a passport renewed. I know Peter Schiff was talking about trying to get his kids' passports for this trip that they were taking to Europe, and it was like, you know, by appointment only, and all the appointment slots were full, and, and like all this crazy shit was happening to him. And so don't like don't fall victim to that. We've got about three months until this thing kicks off. So if you need a passport and you're interested in this, go get your fucking passport. Um, back to the original thing that I started this whole uh, talk with, with, what I need from you guys. What I really need from you guys is like, so after this weekend, I'm going to have to make a decision on the venue and the dates. I will have that solidified by Sunday night. What I need from you guys is shortly after that, I'm going to start promoting this thing and I'm going to start selling tickets to it online. What I want from you guys to do is if you are going to come to this, don't fucking wait until like November 15th to buy your ticket. All right, I need you to buy it like immediately. If you're coming and you know you're coming and you want to do this, buy the ticket right away. Just so I have a fucking feel for how many people are actually interested in this and are going to come. Because I, I just have no idea right now. I, I'm flying blind. I think people want to do this, but I have no idea the commitment level of you guys and the, the listeners of all the other special guests and everything like that. So I, I want to know, it. You know, by the end of September, I want to have a better clue as to how many people are actually coming to this and that you know if if I can get to that 50 number wonderful if we go way over that and I need to f get a new venue that's fine too I mean that's a good problem to have I'm not worried about that but what I don't want to get to is like you know it's like November 10th or something and I've sold eight tickets to this thing and and now I've booked a venue and I've got the you know the special guest locked down and I've paid for all of their expenses and everything like that and then this thing's just like a complete bust so please do not wait until the last fucking second to buy tickets if you know you're coming do me a favor buy them right away now as of today the lineup of guests that i have firm commitments from michael rechtenwald the professor he was on the podcast he's written like a dozen books he's in he wants to give a talk uh, he'll be on the panels. Uh, I'm really, he was, dude, this guy is fucking awesome. I just hit him up on like Twitter. Like I messaged him the other day and I'm like, hey, I'm, I want to put this event on in Mexico. You Will you be a part of it? And he didn't even fucking hesitate. He's like, yep, I'm in. I want to talk. I want to talk in person. And I'm like, hell yeah, dude, you got it. So he's in. Martha Bueno, who was also on the podcast last year. She's um she's a Latina libertarian who's running for uh what is she she's running for something over it a libertarian position over in Florida she's in so we got some some female representation there that I'm pretty excited about Clint from Liberty Lockdown in and he seems like a really cool guy I haven't met him but I've talked to him a few times you know I did some advertising on his show and we had a little back and forth so I'm really excited that he's going to be a part of this. Buck Johnson, counterflow, is a definite maybe. <laughs> when I first pitched this idea to him, he told me he'd love to be a part of it. I, I talked, I followed up with him last week, and he's a little, he's being a little wishy-washy about it. So we might have to lean on him a little bit, but I don't, I think he's more likely than not going to be in. 
but you never know. So it doesn't hurt to start busting Buck's balls. All right. Start giving him a hard time. Tell him to get his act together. Come down to Mexico in December for the super spreader event. I, I really want him to be there. I know he would he, he would be the perfect addition to the crew that we have. So start breaking his balls. Call him whatever you need to call him to get him down to Mexico. Mark Clare, Lions of Liberty. He's a he's 50-50 right now and that's just because of his that it just depends on his work situation which I don't think I can get into. I don't I don't want to reveal too much of his personal life or whatever, but there's a good chance he's going to be in Mexico anyway by that time and if he is, he will he will be down to make like maybe a surprise appearance, but do not count on on Mark Claire unfortunately of the Lions of Liberty. However, I have one other guest that I am very excited about, and that is Robbie the fucking fire Bernstein. I talked to him this morning. He's in. He's in for some stand-up. He's going to do a live run your mouth. He's down. He's coming. You know, of course, it would have been great to have Dave Smith, the great comic Dave Smith, come down, but I'm, I'm assuming, I didn't even bother asking him. I'm assuming that he's going to be busy with the wife and the new baby and all that stuff. So we're getting the poor man's Dave Smith and Robbie the Fire. <laughs> but uh, super excited that he's on board, man. He, he, uh, I woke up this morning to a couple messages from him and we talked a little bit. And uh, man, I, I just couldn't be, that, that just put me over the edge. Now I, I think this is really going to be a fucking great event i really hope uh, you guys are excited about this as i am oh and that reminds me so now that that the the t-shirt for the the event that that i think we'll probably give out to everybody that attends it's up on the merchandise site it's the only design i've uploaded so far they've been hounding me that this company it's called t public They've been hounding me for like six months at least to, to come onto their platform, set up a merchandise line, and start selling stuff. And so I put together the shirt to commemorate the inaugural super spreader event in Sayulita 2021. That's up on the site. The The store hasn't gone live yet. I'm going to put up a few more designs of, of just some other stuff that, that I have up in my my head here and once i do that they're gonna flip on the store and you guys can start buying some merch so that's another cool announcement you know we're gonna have a, a merchandise line and it's they have everything like they can print any design i put up there they can print on anything from you know tank tops to cell phone covers and everything in between masks tote bags pillow covers everything so i'm gonna be uploading some pretty cool designs to the, to that over the coming uh you know weeks or so and um hopefully you guys can start buying some peddling fiction merch anyway that is uh that's the big announcement and i went way too long it's been like 20 minutes of me rambling about this uh, it, it's getting kind of late here so anyway I, i'm super excited i hope you guys are as excited as i am because this could be a lot of fun and i'm i'm in if this goes well i'd like it to be a recurring thing We'll have a fucking super spreader event every year. Maybe it's in Sayulita every year. I don't know. Maybe we'll move it around. I, maybe it'll be like the Contra Cruise. I, I have no idea, but I, I like where you know the potential for this, and I'm getting um, I'm getting pretty excited about it. So do me a favor, come to Sayulita, come fucking hang out with me. 
buy a ticket to this fucking thing so this doesn't become a complete and utter embarrassing disaster like everything the government does. Uh, it, this would be a great way for you to support the show. You know, I'm not doing this to make a bunch of, of money off of this event. It, it's more just a, a more of a promotional thing. And I'll, I'll probably end up coming out of pocket for some of it. But that's cool. You know, I want I want to meet a lot of you guys. I want to, you know, uh, hang out with a lot of these other podcasters that run in the same circles and, and network with them and, and create some buzz around the Peddling Fiction podcast because I want this to be a big swinging dick podcast. What can I say? And, and I can only do that if, if you guys help me out support me and all my wild endeavors here so buy a ticket to this thing and come on down you know i know it is mexico but it's not it shouldn't be too hard to get here from wherever you guys are i mean i i'm up in chicago and you can get a direct flight it's about four and a half hours direct and it's about four hundred dollars four to five hundred dollars at least it used to be i i know flights are getting more expensive with all the inflation and the covid shit but you you should be able to get here pretty easily and it's not going to be too expensive the the flight won't be and i i will believe me i will try to make these tickets as cheap as possible get pumped sayulita super spreader 2021 is happening in either the first or second week of December. Mark your fucking calendars, get your passports, start getting that beach bod ready, and, and get yourself a fucking rockin' bathing suit. We're gonna have a lot of fun. All right, let's get into the show, shall we? And let's, but first, let's take a quick second and uh, thank a sponsor. Our other sponsor for today's show, that is Lorenzotti Coffee. I am looking for some other sponsors uh, for the show in general, but also for the Super Spreader event. I'm trying to get some, maybe like a tequila sponsor, some sort of liquor sponsor on board. I have a friend out here who's a sommelier who has some of those connections, and I'm in talks with them as well. I can't make any promises on that. We'll see what happens. But back stateside, you guys can go to lorenzotti.coffee. That's L-O-R, E as in Edward, N as in Nancy, Z as in Zebra, O-T-T-I dot coffee. And you can get premium Italian coffee and professional coffee brewing supplies delivered right to your door. I love these guys. They are the, the oldest sponsor of this show. They are my first love. Go check them out. You'll get 10% off your order if you use my promo code FICTION at checkout so they know I sent you. That's Lorenzotti.coffee, promo code FICTION. All right, so the the first, you know, the big story this week that has been driving everybody in the Liberty Circle crazy, and rightfully so in my opinion, is that the, the FDA has finally given its full-throated approval of the Pfizer vaccine. Now, it hasn't given... Uh, full approval to any of the other vaccines yet. But Pfizer was the first uh, domino to drop in that regard. And I do have a, a lot of stuff I'd like to rant about when it comes to this sort of thing that I'll, I'll try to get through everything today. First of all, the timing of this is nothing short of extraordinary. Right after the, the botched uh, Afghanistan withdrawal, all of a sudden, you know, when uh, everybody's all eyes are on Biden, he's taking fucking heat from the press, like the, the corporate press has turned on him. Everybody's focused on Afghanistan and, and what a fucking disaster that was. And whoop, here you go. 
FDA approves Pfizer, and now, boom, like on a fucking dime, everybody just takes to the microphones, Biden, Fauci, all these fucking bureaucrats, and they say, okay, now we have FDA approval. There's no excuse to not get the vaccine. Everybody should be fully vaccinated. And just like that, the, the focus shifts from the, the problem in Afghanistan to the, the problems here at home. Maybe that's a coincidence. Maybe not. It doesn't seem like the, the Afghan story has totally gone by the wayside. Biden still has to deal with that. So I don't know if they're using that for cover for this bullshit FDA approval or if they're using the bullshit FDA approval to provide some cover in Afghanistan. Uh, I report you decide or whatever the fuck uh, Fox News' slogan was. But it is just when you watch the government reaction to this and this this whole thing is a fucking farce. The FDA approval, which I mentioned a, a while back on the show, this is just a formality. They can't they can't spend almost a year pushing these vaccines on everybody, giving them to hundreds of millions of people, forcing them on government workers, forcing them on the military and everything like that. If they if this approval, this FDA approval wasn't just a formality that that was, you know, it was a foregone conclusion. This was going to happen. And not surprisingly, they're using this. They're jumping on this FDA approval to justify all the more government force that they can possibly come up with. FDA approval, I mean, this is just another bullshit government organization. Now, a lot of, you know, blue-pilled people put faith in these institutions for whatever, for some reason I fail to understand. Like, I don't, I can't imagine, speaking of Afghanistan, looking at how poorly that was organized, how poorly that was executed, realizing that that is the exact same organization that you are putting all of your faith into to solve the COVID crisis, to report accurately on these vaccines, to gather accurate data on these vaccines, and to make your healthcare decisions for you. It's the same organization. So however well they're doing over in Afghanistan, you can expect similar results when it comes to COVID-19. And they haven't disappointed. The whole COVID thing has been a complete and utter fucking disaster on the level of Afghanistan. Absolutely. Now this FDA approval, I mean, this is like the same thing that they do with these FISA warrants. This is a rubber stamp court just for this government vaccine. And now, of course, that they've gotten the this government approval process, you know, the government approved of a government thing, the government then gets to jump on that and use it to justify all kinds of unconstitutional, evil, immoral use of force in the form of vaccine mandates, vaccine passports, and all of that shit. If we don't fight against this, if if we don't resist these passports, these mandates, there's not going to be anything left to fight for. This is it. Like, this is the final frontier. If they succeed in mandating these vaccines, and believe me, they are, they are really pushing this. The only reason they're doing it in this sort of piecemeal way... You know, they first they introduce it to the military and government workers and then to teachers. And then, you know, they're going section by section, little by little until 
everyone's going to have it. Everybody's going to have these mandates. And Biden came out and he wants, you know, private companies. Now they're putting the onerous on private companies to f- enforce this thing. The only reason they're doing that is to avoid massive backlash on this. Because you're sitting back and you're like, oh, yeah, well, fuck those government workers. Who cares about them? And, you know, I, I share a lot of that sentiment. However, Look at the bigger picture here. This is how government does these things. They don't come after everybody at once. They divide and conquer. They break us up into small groups. They do it over there. And you say, oh, well, you know, it's not affecting me. Those are government workers. And those are the military. And those are the teachers. Yeah, they're they're working their way down the line to you. And while we're sitting back and watching this happen to everybody else, they're gaining momentum. And, and pretty soon... It's going to be everywhere. Now, once they succeed in getting these mandates passed, these forced vaccine mandates and these vaccine passports, it's only a matter of degree as to how much raping they're going to do to us. And again, it's going to be incremental. It's the boiling frog in the lukewarm water. You gradually crank up the temperature a little bit at a time, but they're going to constantly be ratcheting it up. It's not just going to stop at the the COVID vaccine. It's not just going to stop at, uh, hey, like show me this piece of paper that you got this vaccine. No, 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 no. This is a backdoor way, a roundabout way of getting into this social credit score system that China's got going on. This is a, a way for them. This is an end around the Constitution. This is an end around all of the chains that we tried to put on government. What's left of them? This is how they're going to get around everything, and they're going to use private companies to do a lot of their bidding for them. And and pretty soon, you know, we're going to wake up one day, and we're not going to recognize anything anymore. This is, if, if we let them start down this path, it's no longer going to be a debate as to whether or not the government can force you to inject something into your body. There's not going to be any more my body, my choice, or anything like that. It's going to be, well, how much can they force you to, can they make you do it every week? Can they make you do it just to walk down the street, to get a job, to do this, to do that? What else can they make you do? And they're just going to keep pressing that envelope. You know, I made the comparison on Twitter to taxation. Now, you know, taxation is just a part of life. We just accept it. A little over a hundred years ago, there was no income tax. It didn't fucking exist. None of this shit existed. But now, it's not a matter of whether or not we should have an income tax. It's a matter of how much income tax should there be. The fact that it's here, like that's not even debatable anymore. We don't talk about that. There's no talk about taxation being theft and immoral and wrong and voluntarism. No, 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 no. It's all about, well, should the, the top tax bracket be 40% or 35%? That, that's the debate. That's how they frame it now. And that's how this vaccine thing is going to go. This forced vaccine, these mandates, these passports. It's not going to be a matter of should we have these passports or should we not. It's going to be like we have the passports. This is life now. Should we be able to use these passports to force you to do X, Y, and Z or just X and Y? And God knows what kind of fucking sick shit these narcissistic motherfuckers in Washington are going to come up with. I mean, let's not forget who we're dealing with here. These are these are fucking sick pedophiles, murderers, monsters. They're they're like the, e- the most evil fucking people that that walk the face of the earth. 
Why do we want to give them this much control? Why do we want them to know everything about us, to be able to force us to take whatever they say, whatever they want us to do? We have to do it if we want to, if we want to live a, a relatively normal, if we want a little bit of the freedom that they stole from us, the liberty that they took from us at gunpoint. You want some of that back? Well, you got to do this. You got to bend over for them. So make no mistake about it, ladies and gentlemen, this is it. This is the last, we're in the last throes of a free society here. And once they get this, this thing passed and, you know, the fact that they're using a government approval process, a government organization to justify all of the government intrusion into our daily lives is disgusting. It's despicable. And it should be as transparently fucking bullshit to everybody as it is to me like this is this is ridiculous this is like when the police investigate themselves when congress launches an investigation into government misdoings this is nonsense this is absolute nonsense and the fact like the fda approval like they've never approved anything that hasn't gone fucking completely bad you guys have all seen these commercials Watching TV at like two o'clock in the afternoon, you know, fill in the blank. If you took blah, 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 you may be entitled to compensation. (laughs) Guarantee you FDA approved whatever they're talking about. hundred percent, hundred percent. But that's almost beside the point here. Whether or not these vaccines are dangerous, we'll we'll get into some of the how ridiculous this FDA approval process was in in a minute here. But it's beside the point. the The point is personal autonomy. The point is a free society. If if we're going to talk about freedom, and we want to be a free people, we cannot have overlords telling us that we have to do this and we have to do that. In order to live your everyday life and, and being forced to inject yourself with a drug it is just, I'm, I'm still just shocked that we're here. But you could just see all this whole establishment, this whole COVID regime thing, they were just champing at the bit to jump on this FDA approval as justification for nationwide mandates. Fauci was out there on fucking CNN spouting the, the same bullshit lies that we've debunked and torn apart on this podcast day after day. You know, if we keep, he says, if we keep lingering without getting those people vaccinated, talking about, you know, the, the, the 30 to 40% of the people that haven't gotten it yet, right? This thing could linger on, leading to the development of another variant, which could complicate things. I know I respect people's freedom, but when you're talking about a public health crisis that we've been going through for well over a year and a half, the time has come. Enough is enough. We just got to get people vaccinated. Uh, Again, I'll just ask the same question. Why? Why do we need to get everybody vaccinated? And they're making the same promises. Fauci was making the same promises that they made when they first came up with these vaccines. Oh, well, once we get everybody vaccinated, if we get enough people vaccinated, you guys can resume your normal lives. We'll get this under control by spring of 2022 or something like that. Why are we believing them? The the, the first round of these vaccines, there's over 170 million people in America, over 52% of the population has been fully vaccinated. 61% of the population has received at least one dose of this thing. 
And are we in any better position? Do you have any more freedom than you did a year ago? All you vaccinated people, you know, they said you'd be able to travel again. They said you wouldn't have to wear your mask. You wouldn't have to social distance. What happened? They reneged on that fucking deal. Why should we believe them this time? Every day, we're getting more and more data uh, questioning the efficacy of these vaccines. It turns out they might have oversold them a little bit. Remember that when they first talked about the vaccines, it was like, oh, you're going to be inoculated. You won't be able to get COVID-19. And then it was like, well, okay, yeah, you can still get it. <laughs> you know, once that cat was out of the bag. And then it was, oh, yeah, you can get it and you can transmit it. But don't worry, the symptoms won't be as bad. Okay, fair enough. Um, go ahead and do that. For, especially if you're, you know, Fauci talked about 30% of the population was apparently waiting for FDA approval. Again, I, I will go through why you shouldn't put your faith in these government organizations to begin with. But if that's you, fine, go ahead and get the vaccine. But why are you trying to force this on other people? Why? Is it because they've admitted that if you get the vaccine, you can still contract it, you can still transmit it. And so what, like, we're just, we're just taking their, I, I, again, like, they're, they're claiming that the, the symptoms are less severe. It's like, maybe, maybe these variants are less severe. You know, that's the, the nature of viruses. They don't get more contagious, more easy to contract, and more deadly. Like, that just doesn't really work. If you just think about it, you know, the the sicker you are, the less likely you are to go out and come into contact with a bunch of people, right? So the nature of viruses, in order for them to become more common and spread more easily, is to be less symptomatic, to not put you up in the ICU every time you get it. So maybe that had something to do with the vaccine. Maybe it's just the way this virus is mutating. I don't know. But what I do know is that these, these vaccines don't seem to do a lot against these new variants that are coming out. Every day they're proving to be less effective. And, and spare me this thing, you know, you're, you're doing it to, to save other people. And if I don't do it, it's because I want to kill grandma or I don't care about other people. Listen. Yeah, yeah, you will. They will be the first ones to tell you everything that I just laid out. You can still get it. You can still transmit it, just like an unvaccinated person. And the only perceived benefit to this vaccine is that it lessens your symptoms and you have less of a chance of having serious complications from it. Okay, I I will stipulate that for the sake of argument. Sure. Now, if that's the case, then you're not getting vaccinated to help other people. You're not getting vaccinated out of the kindness of your heart. You're getting vaccinated so that when you get COVID-19, you don't end up in the ICU. That's it. It's for selfish reasons. Because you know, vaccinated or unvaccinated, you can get and transmit the virus just the same. So get off your pedestal. You're not like some fucking saint because you got vaccinated. I know you guys like that. That makes a lot of people feel great about themselves. Whatever. The, the other uh, bullshit argument that we can put to bed is that these are private companies and they can do what they want. That is just like, that's being met now with like as big of an eye roll in the libertarian, the real libertarian community or whatever you want to call them, as like who will build the roads. Because Joe Biden in his like four minute press conference that he did, that he didn't take any questions in, said this. As I mentioned before, 
I've imposed vaccination requirements that will reach millions of Americans. Today, I'm calling on more country, more companies, I should say, in the private sector to step up with vaccine requirements that will reach millions more people. If you're a business leader, a nonprofit leader, a state or local leader who has been waiting for full FDA approval to require vaccinations, I call on you now to do that. Require it. Do what I did last month. Require your employees to get vaccinated or face strict requirements. And as I said last week, vaccination requirements have been around for decades. Students, healthcare professionals, our troops are typically required to receive vaccination to prevent everything from polio to smallpox, measles, mumps, rubella. In fact, the reason most people in America don't worry about polio, smallpox, measles, mumps, and rubella today is because of vaccines. It only makes sense to require a vaccine to stop the spread of COVID-19. Yeah, so uh, these we we have like full-blown fascism now in America. And and this is you know, this is the the perversion of the free market and they get to blame capitalism, free market capitalism for everything that goes wrong even though, I mean, they're being pressured by the most powerful government in the world to institute these types of mandates. They could do anything they want to these companies. You don't think there's more regulation coming down the pike from these fucking bureaucrats? You don't think they're going to pass, you know, they're, they're passing this three and a half trillion, they're trying to pass three and a half trillion dollar spending bill. You don't think there's going to be fucking thousands of pages of bullshit regulations for these companies that don't put these these types of mandates in place? Of course. Of course, they're going to do the same thing to companies that don't comply with their demands as they're asking companies to do to employees that don't uh, comply with their demands. They're going to try to make your life a living hell. This public-private partnership thing is its the worst of both worlds. It's terrible. It's almost like bipartisanship in Washington. You get everything that you don't want. You have big multi-billion dollar corporations in bed with the government, telling the government to, to uh, what to do, the government doing their bidding, eliminating competition for them so small businesses can't compete. And in turn, you get these companies implementing all of these government regulations that the government couldn't do to, to us themselves. Oh, well, you know, it's not like this totalitarian government is doing anything to you. No, no, no. It's just one of these co- one of these companies, one of these private companies. And now all of a sudden, isn't it amazing that we have so much reverence for these private companies coming from the left? Private company like Chick-fil-A that just wants to, you know, uh, observe uh, Sundays <laughs> as a religious holiday and, and serve you some delicious chicken. Can't have that. No, 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 no. But private company that forces its employees to inject themselves with an experimental drug. I guess we can't really call it experimental anymore, right? Because it's been approved by the FDA. We'll get to that in a minute. That's that's perfectly that's the kind of company we want. That that's the kind of company we we admire. Because they're following the science. They're doing what is right. Give me a fucking break, man. Give me a break. And like I talked about on that other episode that got that got me kicked off of YouTube, this idea that we're comparing this COVID-19 
so-called vaccine to the polio vaccine is very disingenuous, just on the definition of a vaccine alone. I would love to see how the, the FDA justifies this approval process because you, you know goddamn well if a private company went to them with all of these perverted definitions of what a vaccine is and all of this sketchy-ass data that we're going to get to in a second. There, there's no fucking way they would approve that. But we're making all these exceptions for this one case because it's the government. Because they've already gone out on that limb and told you how safe and effective it was. They couldn't possibly have the FDA undermine them at this point. It's impossible. Of course they're going to come out and tell you it's safe and effective. And I don't even really doubt that, you know, they, they might be very safe. I, I, it doesn't look like they're effective. I don't see any evidence of efficacy here. Uh, I, I do think, you know, there, like I said, there's been hundreds of millions of people vaccinated with these things, and I haven't seen a ton of data to suggest yet that there's major complications from any of these vaccines. So they may very well be safe to, to get. But I also don't think that we have the proper clinical trials that we're going to go through in a second and the proper data to, to make any of these claims. But to compare this to the polio vaccine is complete bullshit. I went over, go back and listen to that the episode, These Are Not Vaccines, where I, I clearly delineate the difference between what, what Pfizer has and what these other companies have come up with and what we used to define as vaccines. These do not fit the bill. And there's also a big difference between requiring it for military use or to go to a government school and to go sit down at a restaurant. And have a meal. I mean, these are not on the same, even if these were actually the same type of vaccines that we were talking about, those two two distinctions are worlds apart. This shit is so fucking frustrating, man. But let, let's see what else uh, Joe had to say. Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, announced it is fully concluded. It's, the, it's now it's a thorough, independent scientific review. After a strict process, the FDA has reaffirmed its findings that the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine is safe and effective, and the FDA has given its full and final approval. So let me say this uh, loudly and clearly. If, you have, if you're one of the millions of Americans who said that they uh, will not get the shot when it's, until it has full and final approval of the FDA, it has now happened. The moment you've been waiting for is here. It's time for you to go get your vaccination and get it today, today. Dr. Woodcock is a true professional. She's a career scientist who served under Republican presidents and Democratic presidents. She's ensured that the, uh, the team uh, followed the science above all. They've looked at the uh, mountains of clinical data, clinical trial data, and the safety and efficiency data and concluded without question the vaccine was safe and effective. They kept pouring over this data. The FDA approval is the gold standard. And as I just said, now it has been granted. The gold standard. The FDA approval is the gold standard. They went through the science, these clinical trials meticulously. They followed the scientific method to the T. It's safe and effective. Nothing to worry about. Go get the vaccine and get it today. First of all, just on a human level, doesn't it make you not want to get the vaccine when you have some fucking old man politician telling you to do it? 
Like, fuck you. How about that? Go fuck yourself. I'll, I'll do what I want to do. I'm going to make this decision. I'm not just going to listen to some old bumbling dementia patient up there. But even if he wasn't a dementia patient, uh, just being told by some authority to do something, don't you just have like a gut reaction to tell them to go fuck themselves? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I don't like being told what to do. And, and the more they tell me to do it, the less likely I am to do it. But the full FDA approval, the gold standard, they went through all the clinical trials that they normally do to approve drugs. And, and they have determined that there's nothing to worry about here. It's safe and effective. There's just one thing. One, one small little problem with that. They've admitted to this, that both FISA and Moderna stopped their clinical trials that the FDA is using to review the safety and efficacy of the COVID vaccines. They stopped them. They were, they were conducting these tests as you normally would with a control group, you know, the group within the trial that's given a placebo and not the actual uh, vac experimental vaccine. But during the trial and after the vaccines were given the emergency authorization use, the vaccine companies conducting these trials completely broke protocol. They notified the control group that they were the control group, that they had not been vaccinated, and almost the entire control group were given the vaccine. They did this on purpose. They, they completely dissolved the placebo group. So that's it. There goes your fucking trial. The whole thing is bullshit. If you don't have a control group, you don't have a fucking test. You've got nothing. How are you supposed to tell whether the vaccine has any efficacy if you give it to everybody? How are you supposed to tell if there is a benefit, if there are safety concerns, if there's anything without a control group? Without a control group, there's nothing to compare the vaccinated group against. And according to fucking NPR, NPR, not some like fringe, uh, you know, anti-government website or something like that. National Public Radio, Dr. Carlos Fierro, who runs the study for Johnson & Johnson, says every participant was called back after the FDA authorized the emergency use of the vaccine. During that visit, we discussed the options, which included staying in the study without the vaccine, he says. And amazingly, there were people, a couple of people, who chose that. He suspects those individuals got spooked by rumors about the vaccine. But everybody else who had the placebo shot went ahead and got the actual vaccine. <laughs> this is a great quote. It's a loss from a scientific standpoint. But given the circumstances, I think it was the right thing to do, he said. <laughs> it's a loss from a scientific standpoint. Yeah, you fucked up the whole trial. The whole point of the trial is to have a fucking control group. This is unbelievable. Unbelievable. And, and, and just so we're clear here, the, the, the final FDA authorization that Joe Biden is out there toting, that Fauci is out there peddling, that they say they went through these clinical trials and that they're safe and effective, these are the trials they're talking about. The ones that they, you couldn't have fucked it up anymore. You couldn't have done a worse job. Like you had one fucking job to do was give the vaccine to some people, give a fake vaccine to some other and compare the results. 
And what did you do? You gave it to everybody. And now you're comparing the results to what? Your fucking imagination? I don't care how smart you are, how many fucking degrees you have. If you don't have a control group, there's no fucking way on God's green earth that you can determine efficacy, effectiveness, safety, or anything else. You can't measure anything without a control group. That's why they came up with this idea of a control group. So all of this stuff, all of these statistics, all of this data, it's all bullshit. It's all invalid. But this is the gold standard. So the gold standard for the FDA approval is apparently just giving everything to the control group too. Just abandoning this idea of the scientific method of having a, a control group that gets a placebo. This is the gold standard. Unfucking believable We've determined after clinical trials, meticulous clinical trials, that these are safe and effective. Effective. Okay. I, I have one question for you, Joe and Fauci and all of the, and the FDA. How many doses are they effective after? How many doses do you need to take to obtain efficacy? The efficacy that you um, so meticulously recreated in all of your clinical trials. Was it one dose? Was it two doses? Do you need a booster? How often do you need the booster? Every six months? Every three months? How effective are they? How effective are they after two doses? After three doses? After four doses? What are the effects? What's the... At some point, can we just keep injecting ourselves with boosters like every three days without any safety concerns, with no repercussions? How much of this shit can we give ourselves? you have any fucking idea? No. No, they have no idea. Now they're talking about boosters. Well, wait, didn't their trials, didn't all these meticulous clinical FDA gold standard trials give you the exact dosage that you need to be effective and safe? You would think, you would think in order to get FDA gold standard approval, you'd have to tell them how many times you have to get this jab. I mean, imagine if I went into the FDA approval board and I said, hey, I came up with this drug. It's safe and effective. Okay, how much of it are you supposed to take? I don't know, man. You know, two, three, four doses, something like that. Whenever you feel like it. We're still working that out. <laughs> oh, approved. Gold standard. Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, that's like, that, that's like the number one question. It's like, what's in it? How often do you have to take it in order for it to be effective? Every other fucking drug I've ever taken in my life has a recommended dosage on it. Take two every six hours. Take one every day for six days. Most vaccines, you just take them once. It's one injection. I mean, how often are you going in for the polio booster? Oh my God, this is, this is nonsense. They can't even tell you how often you need to get injected with it. They just know that the more you do it, the better. And why don't we just wake up every day and give ourselves a little jab? What's wrong with that? You know, in uh, in Australia, they're shooting fucking dogs over COVID-19 restrictions. I don't have time to get into that today. But it reminded me of that movie Equilibrium, where everybody injects themselves, or maybe it's a pill, I can't, maybe it's, I think it's a pill that they take. It's some sort of medication that they take every day to dull their senses. Oh, why don't we just take this every day? It's effective, and it's safe. It's more effective, apparently, the more you take it. That's what they keep telling us. If you just keep taking more of it, you'll be even more protected. And every time you bring up the fact that, hey, you know, it's not doing anything to prevent people from getting the virus, oh, just take more of it. That'll solve it. Well, how much can I take before it starts to become a fucking danger to my body? 
Anybody asking these questions? Did the FDA have to justify any of this in the gold standard approval meeting that they had? But you're just going to have hundreds of millions of Americans just bobblehead NPC seals. Yes, FDA said it's gold standard, safe and effective. You can take it. You can take it. Safe and effective, safe and effective, safe and effective. You guys hear yourselves? You have any idea how fucking ridiculous you sound? Just ask one question. How often should I take it? I mean, that, that's like the number one question you ask your doctor when they prescribe something. Okay, how often do I take this? Imagine if they just said, I don't know. Well, we're still working that out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. FDA, ladies and gentlemen. The gold standard. You know, I know it's been a while since we've been on a gold standard from an economic standpoint. In fact, we just had the anniversary of it. Uh, it was like 10 days ago. or so. Was it April, uh, August 15th, something like that? But this is not a gold standard. This is literally like the fiat standard that we're currently on. This is a, a medical fiat standard. They just declare it and everybody has faith in it because they said so. Because an authority said it's safe and effective and this is the gold standard. But there's no actual fucking standard backing this up. There's no hard money behind this medical study. It's medical fiat standard. Like, literally the fiat standard. That, that's what makes it so fucking hilarious. They call it the gold standard, and yet it's as flimsy as the fucking almighty dollar. There's nothing backing it up but confidence of idiots. Confidence of bobblehead MPC lemmings. The second everybody loses faith in this, the safety and efficacy goes right out the window. Nobody actually really has faith in it. Because if they did, they wouldn't be so concerned with getting everybody vaccinated, would they? I don't give a shit if I walk around a bunch of people that haven't gotten the polio vaccine. I've gotten the polio vaccine. Can't get it. Not worried about it. This is all based on confidence, just like fiat money is. And that's why they want everybody to do it. You have to get everybody to adopt your bullshit fiat standard. Because if you don't have people adopting it, the whole thing comes crumbling down. See, they're trying to replicate their trials here. They're trying to replicate their trials in society. They didn't have a control group in the trials. So now they don't want a control group in society. If they can get everybody to take it, then they can be like, ah, oh, well, it would have been a lot worse if you didn't take it. But if you can point to a control group that didn't take it, that turned out to be fucking fine, well, then this whole thing comes crumbling down. The whole lie, all this bullshit just gets, just evaporates right before your eyes. <laughs> We're following the science. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. This is the fucking weird, bizarro world that we're living in. The gold standard is apparently when you violate every scientific norm in a clinical trial. And then you draw some conclusions, some foregone conclusions. This is why I compared it to the FISA court that approves 97% of every fucking warrantless bullshit that goes before them. It's a foregone conclusion with these assholes. Now, as I said before, I don't think that these vaccines are like necessarily really, really dangerous to take. I have not seen evidence of that, but I certainly haven't seen any evidence of efficacy. I mean, they're doing other, you know, other countries are doing trials where they actually have control groups. And, you know, they're, they're, Israel is, is one country that's like the most vaccinated country on the face of the earth. And they're not getting any fucking results from these things. They're finding them to be 40% effective, maybe less than that. And this is what they're going to use to force everybody to take the vaccine. 
everybody is, is based off of this FDA approval. What's the FDA approval based off of? Bullshit clinical trials without a control group. Because it was the right thing to do. After all, I mean, it's COVID. These people were going to be on their deathbed. They're guaranteed to die unless we give them the vaccine. Uh, except, you know, 99% of people fucking survived this. Okay. Uh, uh, unbelievable. Absolutely unfucking believable. Oh, here, here's another another little uh, tidbit for you. The CDC is is undercounting breakthrough COVID cases. A growing number of public health officials working at the state level are worried that the federal government isn't collecting enough accurate data about breakthrough infections. Shocking. I am fucking shocked. According to Politico, again, not like some crazy fucking right-wing organization, 49 states are now regularly sending CDC information on hospitalized breakthrough patients, but more than a dozen have told Politico that they do not have the capacity to match hospital admission data with patients' immunization records, forcing states to rely on hospital administrators to report breakthrough infections. The result is data that is often aggregated, inaccurate, and missing critical details like which vaccine the customer received, whether they had been fully vaccinated, things like, you know, minor details, minor fucking details. The fact that the CDC and public health departments across the country are still struggling to collect data on breakthrough infections is almost embarrassing, considering we're more than 18 months into this pandemic at this point, and scientists have repeatedly warned about the necessity of being prepared for the Omega death variant, which is right around the corner, according to Dr. Fauci. These are just some great quotes. I can't believe people say this shit with a straight face. I think it would be really challenging for the CDC to interpret the results or interpret the data when you have only some jurisdictions reporting breakthrough infections said Teresa Sokol, lead epidemiologist for Louisiana State's Public Health Department, which is working closely with the CDC on studies of breakthrough infections. I know that there are some jurisdictions that don't even have access to their vaccination data. They don't have the authority or their permission. This is it. La ladies and gentlemen, This is these are the, the fucking brilliant minds of our time that the vast majority of Americans want to put everything, all of their faith into. Their, their own health, the health of their children, their medical decisions, their healthcare decisions, your livelihood, th this is it. Clinical trials without control groups, a gold standard FDA approval based on bullshit clinical trials, and the, the CDC, which can't figure out how to count fucking breakthrough infections. Underreporting breakthrough infections, most likely. Yeah, we don't have, you know, we have some of the data. We'll just extrapolate off of that, I guess. Close enough for government work. Is it any wonder Afghanistan is a shit show? Is it any wonder? The wonder is why we keep putting our faith in this institution, in this idea of government to do all of this stuff for us. Why? What are you, what are you possibly thinking? What have they done right in anything? Could you imagine any other private company or any individual with the track record that our government has with, you name it, you, you name a, an initiative, a government initiative, you take that track record, you put it onto a Walmart and say, and then you're trusting Walmart to do everything. It, it, you know, maybe Walmart's not a great example. It would be like a, you know, like a hot dog stand. 
all they do is make fucking hot dogs and the hot dogs are fucking terrible. They're inedible. They, they give you food poisoning every time. And then that hot dog stand uh, goes to you and says, hey, we're expanding to pizza. We're going to do pizza now. And, you, and you're like, well, your hot dogs are dog shit. I can't eat them. They make me sick every time. Oh, no, don't worry about that. We're, we're on to pizza now. Have some pizza. And you eat the pizza. Same thing. It tastes terrible. Makes you sick. And, and then they expand into all other fucking realms, not just food. Then they say, yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're opening up a fucking uh, a tutoring business. We're going to tutor your kids. Your kids fucking can't read by the time they're 14. Can't do basic arithmetic. Oh, don't worry about that. We're going to fight the the war on poverty now. <laughs> it's like, okay. Then you take poor people, you make them even more poor, and you just keep piling on responsibilities. Now they want to take over your health care decisions. And, they, and these are the trials they're running. These are the the vaccines they're coming up with that they don't prevent you from getting the, the, the virus. They don't prevent you from spreading the virus. But hey, we think you might not get as sick. That's their claim to fame. That's the claim to fame from the gold standard FDA clinical trials. That's the best that they can fucking do. And now, you know, we want them to do all kinds of other shit. They're going to spend three and a half trillion dollars. Get the fuck out of here. You want them to take on climate now because they've done such a bang up job with everything else. I mean, my God, has the whole world just gone fucking crazy? They're going to, this is the, these, these are the guys. They're going to, they're going to solve climate now. The weather, the, the Joe Biden and these fucking geniuses, all the rest of them, they're going to take on the weather. And you think that they know what they're doing, that they can accomplish that. Why? How's the healthcare system? Oh, it's a complete, utter fucking disaster. They even admit this after they passed their, you know, monumental Obamacare. What was the debate topic at every single fucking Democratic debate? Oh, well, what are we going to do about this healthcare disaster? Before that, it was, we're, we're going to make college affordable. Now what's the topic at every fucking government, uh, you know, debate, political debate? Oh, well, we, we just have to forgive all this fucking debt. These, these kids... We, we tried to make college more affordable, and it's less affordable and less effective than ever. And kids are graduating with bullshit degrees, hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt, qualified for nothing. They know less now than when they actually went into college. They come out dumber than they went in. What was it before that? Oh, we're going to make housing more affordable. How did that work out, 2008? Your housing more affordable? <laughs> I mean, it just goes on and on and on. What are we doing here? I mean, I could literally talk until the end of time about every single one of their promises and the abject failure that it turned out to be. And for some reason, no matter how many times they fail, no matter how many times they go back on their promises, they renege on their promises, they get everything completely wrong, they get caught in lies, they have the opposite of the intended result of whatever their program was, they think that they can take on more. And we are sitting there with our arms wide open, begging them for more. Why? Why? I mean, this is, this is the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting a different result. But this vaccine shit is really fucking scary, man. This, like I said, this is it. This is the final frontier. This is the nail in the coffin. There's nothing left after this. So they're, they're no longer going to have to ask you to take over health care, to take over education. 
to make housing more affordable. They're no longer going to pitch these ideas to you in some debate stage horseshit fucking theater, political theater. They're no longer going to be asking. They're going to be telling. They're going to be telling you to do this, to do that. They're going to they're going to come to you and they're going to say, "Hey, you know, we're we're doing this now. This is our territory. You got to do this, you got to do that." And there's not what are you going to do? What what can you do? They have total control of your fucking life now. You can't go anywhere without your vaccine passport. Can't do anything without your vaccine passport. You going to leave the country? Okay. Where are you going to go? Go where? Whole world's fucking trying to do this shit. You're still going to owe them taxes unless you renounce your citizenship. Going to renounce your citizenship? Okay. That'll be, uh, I think right the last time I heard the going rate was like 25, 3,500 bucks to renounce your citizenship. And that's if you have like nothing. <laughs> if you have a business or something, you have to, you know, pay off like your, your uh, projected future gains or something like that in order to get out of this fucking country, in order to get this albatross off from around your neck. They are one fucking vaccine passport away from owning your ass completely from cradle to grave. You, your kids, your grandkids, this is it. This is the last fucking thing. And if you thought they were oppressive when they had to ask for our permission to do things, like kind of ask for our permission, wait until they can fucking ruin your life if you don't do what they say. Anyway, uh, I'm going to wrap there for today, guys. Thank you so very much for listening. Follow me on Twitter, at Pedal Fiction. Listen for the next announcement for the Sayulita Super Spreader. It will most likely be coming next week, and tickets will go on sale shortly after that. I need you all to buy a fucking ticket. Uh, it, it really is going to be a lot of fun. I guarantee it. It's going to be the exact opposite of pulling out of Afghanistan. I promise you that. And if you guys can do all that for me... I will be back probably next week with a brand new episode for you. And until then, you guys know the drill. Just keep on peddling that so-called fiction. Peace. Peace.